Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone, coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of Hi there. It is 11.06 in the zone. Westmore, Justin Aker in the Wizard, Christian Weaver. That was good. Cooler heads prevailed. We all get kissed and made up at the end there. That was fun. Um, safe to say there are a lot of intriguing quarterbacks who have a lot of career left ahead of them. We were In the break, we were talking about Love and Stroud and Tua and Brock. And even like the not as young but still young guys that have a long way to go, like the Herbert, Herbert, Herbert and uh, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, yeah. they're still relatively yeah, young. Had a really bad year, but I still think he's before that. Agree, a hundred percent. But they're still pretty early on, right? Yeah, John Elway didn't become good until like his sixth or seventh year in the NFL. I don't know if he wasn't good, but his team wasn't. His passing uh, struggle, I should say. It's a different era, different it was game. A different era. Yeah. Like Joe Namath had more interceptions than touchdowns. Obviously, not the same era. Yeah. Uh, the game has changed a lot. I mean, people don't lean on the run game, and the although I think Elway would be great in this in this era. Yeah. With his skill set, with the cannon arm and the ability well, to run, and mm-hmm. also a thick guy, like I think he'd be great in this era. Well, and the offenses, they've just become so sophisticated. They find a, a way to get receivers in open spaces mm-hmm. on the move. So it was a little different in the older days. Mm-hmm. Even though Moreno was a statue, I, he'd be pretty interesting in this era because they'd let him throw it fifty times. Anyway, I mean, Brady was a statue, and he had success in this era. That's a good point. I think he did, didn't he? He was sort of in the blended era, right? Like yeah. he was in the oh, era, the previous era that sort of moved into the pass-happy This uh, national talk show that I listened to in the mornings said that... Morning Mayhem? Brady basically had three Hall of Fame careers. If you divided up his career into like six years at a piece... He could have gone to the Hall of Fame three different times. Oh, he's like LeBron James in the NFL. Yeah, it's it's just crazy what he did his first six years with Super Bowl wins as a young quarterback. And then the middle six years, not as much success with Super Bowls, but that's when he got all of his MVPs and was just yeah, lighting like things up. With Randy Moss, yeah, you know? and how then many, how many his times? last six. Sorry. How many times did he lose in the Super Bowl? Twice? Twice? Yeah, he right? lost to the Giants twice. Right? Six and two? Mm-hmm. He didn't have another one. He does have something in common with LeBron. You're right. They are very similar. Hmm. Other than Tom Brady obviously won more yeah. championships. We got there a lot, too. How many times did LeBron so go to the finals? <laughs> a lot. Like 10 times. 10? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Like 10 or 10? 10, I think. He's 4 and 6. Ooh. That's still four more rings than a lot of guys are going to get. Hmm. Hey, you know what? Making it to the finals... It's hard. It's w- better than not making it to the finals. That's a good point. And again, he's kind of like Allen Iverson in one regard... They both took teams to the finals that had no business being there. And they both got beat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, let's go. We got uh, Red White Report quickly, and then Pat Bradley will join us, we believe, uh, courtesy of our friends at uh, River City Flooring. You can find them at rivercityflooringinc.com. And PB is uh, moving around a little bit, so hopefully he remembered, because I just threw this at him yesterday on the time slot change. But anyway, we'll get him on a sec. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. All right, Arkansas is at Ole Miss tomorrow, trying to get back on track and just, you know, no big deal, playing a little Chris Beard team on the road. If that doesn't help you hit the reset button, I don't know what will. 
The good news is it's a late start. Maybe Chris's bunch will be tired and sleepy and will sleepwalk their way through a game and Arkansas can find a way. That is a an 8 o'clock tip on ESPNU. You can hear it on the buzz starting at 7.30 after uh, Oakland game day and drive time sports. I don't know what else to say. Still trying to figure it out. When do the women play again? Thursday against Kentucky at home. Okay. They played Kentucky earlier this month on the road. Lost by 10. So trying to bounce back after their uh, loss against LSU by 31 points. But hanging in there around 500 if they can get this win this, this uh, Thursday. Also Thursday, it's LSU South Carolina women. Oh, that's big. Great. That'd be fun. Yeah, very. I saw uh, Ben Lith. Yep, she had a really good game against Arkansas. Yeah, we were just talking about her the other day about how they wouldn't throw the ball when she was wide open. It's like, I'm going to get her the ball a little bit. Did you see Reese's pass that was like over the head behind her back to lift, and then lift missed it. Oh, did she? Yeah. It was almost a really good highlight. I saw some pretty ridiculously good passing this weekend in the Iowa, uh, Ohio State game on both parts. Both teams. Mm-hmm. Whenever you watch Caitlin Clark, you'll probably see some good passing. But Ohio State was really good, too, yeah. passing. Uh, Kentucky-South Carolina tonight, if you want to watch it on the SEC Network, that's a 5 o'clock tip. From South Carolina, so a big opportunity for the Gamecocks. Kentucky rolled over the weekend as well with their new seven-footer, Ivisic. Ivisic. Zvonimir Ivisic. <laughs> Zvonimir. You don't get a lot of Z's. Z. Yeah. Z. They call him Big Z. Big like Z. Uh, Texas A&M is hosting a marginal Missouri team tonight as well in the nightcap on SEC Network. Tomorrow, in addition, Arkansas, Michigan, LSU, Georgia, Auburn, Alabama, the battle for the state. That's a good one. Yeah, it's at good. Tuscaloosa, or in Tuscaloosa, and Florida hosting Mississippi State is uh, tomorrow as well. So lots of good games this week, and Arkansas this weekend, of course, back home with game day coming to town. And Kentucky is coming to town, too. That's uh, bad news. Good news, bad news, guys. Good news, we're coming to town. Bad news, Kentucky's coming, too. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Patrizio, buongiorno. Hey, what's going on, boys? Well, basketball is going on, Pat, all over the world. In fact, the SEC is having a pretty good start to its collective season. Some of the teams are. you got three in the top ten now with Auburn bringing up the rear at number eight, Kentucky at six, Tennessee at five, Alabama's in the mix just outside the top 25, and the Ole Miss team that's hosting Arkansas isn't too far back of that. So some solid, solid teams so far and some elite teams potentially here with Tennessee, Kentucky, and Auburn, and, and Kentucky certainly rising up, and we'll talk about them since they're coming to Fayetteville this weekend. But let me ask you yeah. about the Ole Miss matchup, Pat. With Arkansas tomorrow night, we all know about Coach Beard, and we all know Arkansas's, uh, you know, history playing in Oxford. What sure, sure, what do they need to do, sure. Pat, to get on board? Let's just start specifically with your alma mater. What what do you what do you see here? What's what's the key for them well, getting it going? You, I can tell you what I see uh, from Ole Miss. You know, they they've got two seven footers. Um, you know, they lead the league in blocks, and they're pretty good. You know, they're not so much of an offensive force. You know, they'll catch some alley-oops and, and that type of thing, but they're more of a protect the rim. Um, they've got good athletes on the perimeter. Um, you know, Alan Flanagan, Matthew Morrell, who's a shooting guard, who on any given night in the SEC, he could be the best player in the SEC, this kid Matthew Morrell. I mean, he's just very explosive. And I think the key, um, you know, for, for Coach Beard, what they were able to do, they got a a transfer point guard, Jalen Murray, who's, and as we're kind of going through it right now, as we know, you know, to have a, I'm not even going to call him a point guard, but a lead guard, somebody who can just get you set up in things is worth his weight in gold. So um, they've, they've got a pretty good six-man rotation, and um, that place has become difficult to play in. It's mm-hmm. a very small place, the pavilion. And they pack it out, and they go wild. And, um, you know, it's sort of like how what Auburn has built. So, um, yeah, it's a pretty difficult place to play and win. I look at their two losses in the SEC, or two of their three losses to the SEC, Tennessee and Auburn, two of the best in the SEC. So, yeah. look, I, I get it. I understand. Uh, what happened against LSU? <laughs> I, 
I mean, I know LSU's a little better than we thought they were going to be, but uh, to lose on the road 89-80 to to LSU, what was the recipe for success for LSU in that game? Well, you had, you know, a lot of times when, you know, you, first of all, I think home court advantage um, is, in college basketball, it is the most important factor. Like, if you're going to factor things Hmm. in, if you're going to place a bet on anything, you bet on home court, you factor in home court advantage, number one. Um, And LSU has a first-team all-SEC type player in Jordan Wright, and he went absolutely bananas that game um, at 27. So when you have your best players playing their best basketball, that's uh, you know going to be the result. And, and LSU got back; they had a one of these double transfer rule kids, uh, kid named Jalen Cook, who's a 20-point scorer at Tulane. But more importantly, he's he's an excellent. Facilitator, he can set you up. He can score on his own. Um, so it was just the combination of you know your best players, you know, playing well. It happens, Wes. Yeah, this home home court advantage <laughs> stuff. You're going to have to explain to me because I, I haven't been able to see that. Yeah, well, uh, go go to Fayetteville on Saturday. You'll 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 be able to see hmm. it, feel it, okay. smell it, and touch it. I hope so. Because it wasn't there against Auburn, it wasn't there Saturday against South Carolina. That's been two ugly home losses. Well, when Seth Greenberg rolls up with his shiny, nice uh, head, bald head, <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody will be excited. Pat, I hate. And Musk is going to start giving out some more of the uh, free pizza. I think that's probably the key: free chicken nuggets and free pizza. Okay, I can't. I'll put people in a. So the but, kids waiting in line. Yeah, the kids waiting in line. Put them in a better mood. I like that. I don't want to be negative repeatedly, and I don't want to be redundant, Pat, but again, it's the same things every week we've been talking about, the struggles offensively, and then obviously this is not an elite Muslim and defensive team. One of the guys we debated a little bit, and by debated we mostly just piled on, sadly, because we're frustrated for him, even if he isn't, is what's going on with Brazil and the way he's playing this year, Pat, and the fact that, you know, Wes pointed it out yesterday, he's had zero offensive rebounds the last couple games. He's had two field goals the last two games, and I think we can all agree Arkansas needs more productivity out of him for them to have a chance to win. So how do they utilize him, and how do they get him off the three-point line? Or do they want to? Well, I've always, you know, we, we, I watched him very closely when he was a freshman at Missouri. A lot of people didn't watch Missouri mm-hmm. that year. Mm-hmm. I did. I did a lot of the game. And last year, he transfers. He plays, what, a handful of games. He gets hurt. And he played really well. Mm-hmm. But Trevin Brazil is, the value in Trevin is, He's six nine with great length. What the hell? Who's calling me in my hotel room? Hold on, boy. Sorry about that. I haven't had my hotel room phone ring. I don't think uh, ever. I mean, let I mean, me call and go. Hey, checkouts at noon and it's one fifteen, sir. I'm going to need you to go. Or can you quiet down in there? Well, nobody ever said that. Huh. I'm usually very quiet by myself, Wes. Anyway, sorry, I'm, Pat. Go ahead. I'm kind of worried. I just I just answered and hung up on him. Kind of worried. What the heck did I do? Did you, did you ask for an eleven nineteen wake up call? No, I'm staying here tonight. Are you in Are you in Charlotte? Yes. Don't yeah. move. Don't move. I'll be right there. Tonight. I'm coming over there tonight. Are you really? One hundred percent. We play Queens. Hey, play Queens tomorrow. Can I come by the set? Come hang out. Yeah, I'd love to. Up. That'd be fun. Let me do that. Um, anyway, yeah, Queen City, yeah, Charlotte, the Queen City, but yeah, Trevin is, you know, the value in him, six nine, he can shoot the three, he can get shallow use, he can protect the rim. He's not a throwing the ball in the post one on one, throwing the ball at the three point line. I'm gonna break you down, jab step, pump fake, one dribble left, right, this, that, and the other. <laughs> Playing with you know Anthony Black last year and and some other guys who understood, you know, they could command the double team and they knew how to pass out of it. He looked really good. This year, that's—I mean, you guys have watched. It's just a team of sort of individuals. It's nobody understands how to sort of, how to you know the one I thought Minifield understood it. You know, to get in the lane, drop two guys to you, and then kick out to the open man. Um, you know, that's his kind of style of basketball, and that's his value. And I think he'll translate really good in the NBA um, if he. He's got to continue to learn how to play defense, though. He's really not good at it right now. But um, so I think it's just, you know, he's he needs somebody to set him up, essentially. And, and there isn't anybody to do that. Hmm. 
You know he can get offensive rebounds, so that that frustrates he me. He can't. You're right, Wes. And it, you know the sad thing is, and this is something uh, you know if you plan on writing a book, and I know you've always talked about writing books uh, <laughs> to get in the head of basketball players. <laughs> when when you're like their offense, unfortunately, if you're not making shots, basketball players tend to not play defense, and it just makes zero sense. So, you know, like if you're not making shots, and you're not engaged in the offense. What I teach is get a steal, get an offensive rebound, get a defensive rebound and start the break. Like, don't wait on somebody else to set you up. You can, like, do that on your own. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. can create your own offense. And I don't know. It's just it's, it's a story as old as time, you know, where a lot of players just, you know, if they're not being fed the basketball, then, then they, they lose a certain level of engagement. You know, and the great ones know how to do it, you know, without having a coach call a play for them. Unfortunately, I played high school with uh, a couple guys like you. They were just shooters. And I didn't get the ball much. And so if I wanted to score, I had to go get one of their few misses. And so that's why I I just don't get it with Brazil. Go get the offensive rebound, and and that's your way of contributing. I don't appreciate the characterization of Pat Bradley as, quote, just a shooter. I didn't Unquote. say just, did I? I did I say just a shooter? I, I misspoke. No. No, I I'll say this, shooter. though. Nikki, Nikki Davis, my junior year, he was a senior. He um, he had a 23-rebound game one night. Mm. And uh, and he can thank me for that because it was my worst shooting night. <laughs> and he got, he got a bunch of offensive rebounds on all my misses. But you're right. I mean, that's – but what you hope, Wes, is the light bulb kind of comes on for him soon. Sooner rather than later, you know. You hope he realizes these things and how effective he can be, and that's what I hope for all these guys. I mean, you, you they all have talent. It's just, you know, when you watch them not realize their talent and understanding of the game, it's uh, you know that's where the frustration comes in. And Coach Munson and his staff, believe me, we're talking about it. They've been talking about it for probably like two months now. <laughs> Tell me about uh, the big man. Zvonimir Ivicic, Pat. How big of a factor is he going to be for Kentucky going deep? He, you know, it's, I mean, he came out and had you know probably the most electrifying, <laughs> what five six minutes of basketball that you would hope for a uh, Croatian shout out to Davo Rimac, hmm. uh for a Croatian to to ever have. Um, however, he's just an addition to what Kentucky already has. They're a great – so Kentucky, there's only three times in the history of Kentucky basketball that they've averaged 10 three-pointers per game. This year is one of them. Hmm. So, and they average – they lead the SEC. It's usually between Auburn, Kentucky, Tennessee, um, leading the SEC in assists, about 19, 20 per game. So they're just a group of guys that can all pass – dribble and shoot. And when you have a group of guys that can pass, dribble, and shoot, you're going to be devastating offensively. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Big Z, he's, he's just another one of those guys. You can add, listen, they get a seven-footer named Aaron Bradshaw, who is uh, a freshman who's going to be you know, a lottery pick in the NBA. He's a three-point shooter, can catch lots. I think Big Z, obviously, he has another shot blocker. He has another three-point threat. Um, and the beauty of that is you know, it opens the lane for the guys who want to penetrate to the basket. You know, and it brings big guys out uh, out of the basket. So he's just another addition, um, another shot blocker, which they have two seven-footers already. He's a third seven-footer. Hmm. And he adds another three-point shooting threat. So, yeah, Kentucky, my only issue, well, not issue, but question mark, is always going to be, you know, when the grind hits, and you're talking about 18, 19-year-olds, now they got two um, veteran guys, Antonio Reeves and Trey Mitchell, who are excellent, excellent basketball players. So they'll help them. You know, the question is, you know, if you're leaning on freshmen, they've never been in that, you know, this just you always get a little bit queasy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You just don't know how they're going to react. But they're extremely talented, yes. I- I think Reed Shepard's season's kind of flying under the radar nationally because he's putting up efficiency numbers that have only been matched by, like, Anthony Davis and uh, Zion Williamson. 
Like he's shooting an absurd yeah. clip from yeah. field and well, three. And, and again, you know, he benefits from if you get five three point shooters out there, you're going to get really good look. If you're the only three point <laughs> shooter on the team, and believe me, I've been there, you got five guys like like breathing down your neck. Mm-hmm. So he's going to get some good looks. Um, what's probably most underrated about his game is his instinct. I mean, he's he he's I don't know if he leads the league in steals, but you watch this kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like Larry Bird out there. Like he's you know come into my web to the spiders that are fly. Um, you know, he's that type of a player. Yeah, he's not he's not a negative on defense. I think that he's having to uh, it usually negative. He's a positive. Yeah, he's definitely a positive defender. He's the best oh. defender. But usually, guys his size are negatives. I'm just saying he's a positive. But um, are you usually, saying white guy, Christian? Just say it, white guy. Well, that's what I was about to say. He's having to fight against that stereotype because he's like a six-three <laughs> white guy, and he's been right. amazing. Usually, guys his size, if they were uh, not white, they would probably be a lottery pick. But uh, Pat, real quick here, curveball. We forgot to do this in the red white report. The uh, Razorbacks are holding today tryouts, walk-on tryouts for football. What? At the Fred Smith no. Center. Yeah, Stop. true story. Not that they're trying to find, like, you know, maybe a diamond in the rough that can be a special teams contributor. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe you get a guy A&M. that's 12th man. They, they do that? it every year. There you go. So maybe it's a good thing. If, uh, Is that a law? No, it's not a law, but it's an idea. I like it. I think it's kind of cool. Uh, trial participants what must have played football in high school or college. It must bring their own gear. What? I mean, I mean, are they going to find somebody? Like, isn't... I, mean, I, just I hope so. That, like, there's... Vince Papelli. Age, I figured... Vince Papelli, sure, sure, but that was '78. There was no YouTube. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're what they're looking for there, but you never know. Maybe a kid that's uh, a little bit undersized, never got recruited, but he played a little bit, or maybe a kid that transferred up from a D two was like, you know what, I'm just going to be a student now. And he's like, you know what, the hell, I'll go over there and I'll try out. Who knows? You never know. I still run a four seven five, but I tackle real well and I love contact. Who knows? Maybe you'll impress somebody. He should have went to summer camp. He should have went to summer camp. Yeah, mm-hmm. or, it's not for me, Pat. I can't try out. I'm old. But yeah, I see you working. My my question was going to be if you had to try out for another team in college, what would it have been? The women's basketball team. That's exactly the answer. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. <laughs> Boom. Exactly. And today buddy, you missed your window. Post. You could you could have killed it. Buddy, I get I get my fat hips on that post. I'd give them the up and under. The dipsy do. Yep. And, and then, I'd spin it off the backboard. And then Ashley Reese would send it into the first row. <laughs> anyway. Angel. No, I'd lean in. I'd get contact. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd go to the free throw line. You get an offensive foul. And by but... the way, Reed, um, Reed Shepard's mother was um, an all-defensive player of the year at uh, University of Kentucky hmm. while Jeff Shepard was uh, there. They they both played at yeah, Kentucky I was about to say, the didn't his time. dad play there, too? Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah, I get. Yeah. I got a question. Chance, uh, I know them both very well. I right, love you, boys. No, no we're not no, done no, yet. No, no, well, no. We got all kinds of stuff for you yet. Hang on. You, you're talking about home teams <laughs> and home court advantage. I pulled this up. I uh, just looked it up. Home teams are 22 and 14 in the SEC so far this season. Overall, uh, overall, not in league play. In league play, okay. 22 and 14. Okay. Pat, here's what's crazy it's to like, me. On Tuesday yeah. and Wednesday nights in SEC play, home teams are t- 12 and two. Saturdays? On Saturdays? Can I tell you why? They're 10 and 12. Bad officiating? Why is that? Because you would think Saturday crowds are even better. Why Why are teams have a losing record at home on Saturday so far? Because it's January, February, and the weather typically is colder. Typically, you're traveling. You go, you, you're going to class on Monday. You go to tr- so now you're practicing and then you're flying out. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, it's it's a it's not a smooth, fluid uh, travel situation. Cold, dark. Um, you're not motivated. Uh, typically, you get to Saturday, it's Friday. You're a little bit more excited. You, you know, you can sleep in probably Saturday. You don't have to. You know, it's just a different mentality. So, you know, going on the road in the on the weekdays. Uh, I'd be curious to see the NBA stats on that too, but uh, going on the road on the weekdays in 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 the winters is just it's just not a good combination. You know, I, I think me personally, like if we Saturday games, I loved them because I knew Sunday I was you know you like you're free. All right, let's just just bust it out Saturday. Let's go crazy. We're gonna party tonight. Got no school in the morning. Got no practice. Let's um. 
So, you know, there's a, there's a mental side of that, too, I think. Hey, real quick, got the Mizzou Maniac on here, Pat. He wants to talk about his bum basketball team. I mean, his uh, basketball team. What's up there, uh, Mizzou Maniac? <laughs> How's it going, Justin? How are you guys? Good. Hey, I I, I called into Rainwater and, and those guys last week and, and, and talking about the Hogs. And, you know, I'm comparing, obviously, being a Mizzou fan, I'm comparing the Hogs and, and Mizzou. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously Mizzou – Sucks. We're zero and five in the conference, and but you know the team plays hard. They got good chemistry. They just don't have the talent. Okay, so she's got a great so personality. They're, doing, they're yeah. doing, yeah. So, but you look at the you look at the hogs, and you know everybody knows the talent's there. Okay, and Mus is that that's his niche is, is getting talent. But you know nobody is really talking about the character uh, and the camaraderie. camaraderie of this team, okay? You've got guys like, you know, Davenport I watched, you know, a few games ago, comes in. And this is a guy that, that really hasn't, been up until now, hasn't played a ton. But, you know, he he, he, he hits a, he shoots a three, hits it off the side of the backboard, okay? Comes down two trips later, hits a three, and he's pointing at his veins. He's yelling at the crowd. You know, same, same with Ellis. Makes a layup, you know, points at the crowd. There's just all these antics with the team, okay? I mean, yeah, cool. You're painting your nails, <laughs> ah. and then you, you know, and then you got Brazil. Don't be you lazy. That's lazy. Don't be lazy. Well, well, well I'm, I'm <laughs> just, just hear me out. Then you got then you got Brazil. Okay, you're two games from 500. Okay, what are you gonna do, Pat? Pat, you're, when, when you played for the Hogs, okay, and and you you were in a losing streak and you didn't play well. What, did you just say, okay, I'm going to go dye my hair red and oh then my put God. a pom-pom on the side Mizzou of my Maniac, <laughs> this is such a dumb, lazy take. You know what? This is a bum take, and I went off about this Here's for 10 minutes. Question. Ask Here's a question, then, because question. I went off about this yesterday. It's my a dumb, question. lazy take, and it's stupid. Dude, and whether their hair is dude, red or green or I blue, it doesn't that. matter. Shut it for a I second. You already opened the door to this dumb routine with a fingernail painting garbage. <laughs> it doesn't mean a damn thing about the way they're playing basketball, you moron. So get on to your point if you have one. One. Is there a, are the antics and the posture of the team? Is there a character thing going on? Are, are these guys these guys are they worried about what design, antics? Design what antics? What antics? It's a valid question. What Justin. antics? A- a- tell me what the antics are besides dyeing their hair. The, the, anti- the antics. What? The antics of of what? Celebration to the crowd. Celebrating when they do something well. Yes, that's called basketball. You're supposed dude, to celebrate. Why did Gary fix the phone line? They can't celebrate when <laughs> something goes right. They haven't had hardly any success this year. They can't get excited about something good. Hey, Pat, do you understand <laughs> the posture of the team and being hard-nosed and what I'm talking about? Does it make sense to you? Well, uh, there's, there's, I think there's a lot of uh, layers, much like an onion, I would say, uh, <laughs> Missouri Madman. Maniac. Maniac. There's a lot of Maniac. layers to this. Man, man, maniac. There's, there's a lot of layers to this, and unfortunately for us, the more layers we peel back, much like an onion, the more it makes us cry. So I just don't know. I don't know the answer anymore. I watch Alabama and Auburn a lot. They celebrate and have fun, and they're winning. Well, I, so you I can't have fun I when you're losing. Is that what you're saying? That that's not what I'm saying. But I'm what I'm saying is is there's a lot of antics. There's a lot of attitudes. What is it? I don't think Coach Richardson. Oh, my gosh. Gosh. This is so lazy. Listen, Mizzou Maniac, give me an example of an antic that you're talking about, or we're going to move on. And we should move on anyway. We're about out of time. Well, I'll tell you yeah, right now. I mean, if a guy happens, gets in the game the NBA and, he, and, he they, off the side of, and he airballs off the side of a backboard, uh-huh. and then the next trip down, he hits a three like he's an all-star, okay? It's, I, I think it's actually the celebration. That. You you might have missed a play. He hit back to back threes. Then they called timeout. Then he started celebrating. I think that's a good time to celebrate after you hit back to back threes and force a team to call a timeout. Yeah, and the reality well, is, you I'm old school. It, I'm know, old school. Grab something. Listen, listen. If you're if you're two games five hundred, okay, don't dye your hair. Don't put a pom pom on the side of your hair. On the side of your head. Wow. Okay? You're not old school. You're, I mean, if, you're if ignorant. You guys, you're not old school. You're ignorant. You you're know. dumb. You sound dumb. And your team sucks. So have a nice day. I remember a guy that used to dye his hair all the time in the 90s in the NBA. He played pretty hard. Dennis Rodman? Yeah. Yeah, he was pretty good. 
Anyway, you this- know, it's possible to be, you know, expression, ex- express yourself and also be a good basketball player. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Pat, I talked about this do. yesterday for like 20 minutes, and I'm just tired of this. Is, people are lazy, and it's a lazy take. I'm sorry, okay? So it's been an issue. What's it, been the issue? Uh, people are freaking out about, oh, my God, they have their nails painted. Oh, my God, they dyed their hair. Who they're somehow correlating dyeing your hair and painting your nails to playing bad. And the thing is, like, if they're worried about, like, oh, they're spending more time doing that, I'm like, well, then you should be worried about tattoos. I haven't heard you bitch about tattoos ever. It takes a lot longer to get a tattoo than it takes to get your nails done. I've never had either one, but I'm almost positive that I'm right in that regard. Yeah, I'm not a big tattoo guy either, but... No, you're not. I mean, I mean yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying, yeah. Anyway, my, my point is I watched the Iowa-Ohio State game. It was a great game this weekend, the two women's teams. Damn near everybody on the floor had their nails done, and about, I don't know, eight or ten of the players had their hair kind of different. Had their hair done. Did, didn't matter one How bit. The, they were all pretty good at basketball. Did they put on makeup? How about the, yeah. the flop of the century, Caitlin Clark, huh? She deserves an, uh, an Oscar and an Emmy for that one. Couldn't agree more, and I'm a big Caitlin Clark fan, but that was a little bit disappointing, Pat. She really sold that. <laughs> and for her to act like she'd been shot from the rafters, I was like, come on, Caitlin, pick yourself up. You know, you know what, though? I was thinking about it. I love her even more now <laughs> because she tried to take out a fan. Like, I don't know if she realizes that she would, her fans, she would be, like, even, I love her already, and she's my hero. She'd become even more my hero if I realized. Because Larry, if you watch some of the clips of like, there's a famous clip of Larry Bird, and the Boston fans stormed the court one year with Larry Bird. I think it was '81 or '84. Yeah, and he trampled about <laughs> seven dudes, just laid them out. Mm-hmm. And if she just said, "Yeah, I laid out the girl. I was pissed. We lost. He was in my way, and I wanted to take a take a shot at her." Yeah, people would be like. Yes, I relate. You're the best. Hey, listen, that chick's got some dog in her now, and yeah, you cross her path, right. and she's got a shot to take a. Uh, she gets a chance to take a shot at you. You're in trouble. You're going down. Yeah, you're going down, baby. Mm-hmm. All right, love you, boys. Love you, buddy. See, See you, Pat. Thanks, River City Flooring. Appreciate you bringing us Pat Bradley, so I can yell at Mizzou Maniac. It's great times. <laughs> Be good. Love you. All right. See you. Oh, I'm old school. That's lazy. Don't be that guy. I'm old school. You're old school. You were, they were playing the same way last year. You weren't complaining about it, knucklehead. Kick off the new year with an unbeatable trade-in deal at Guatney Chevrolet. Picture yourself in a stylish new 2024 Chevrolet Equinox for a limited time. You can get it for just $23,999. That's when you trade in a qualifying vehicle. That's a great deal. How about driving into 2024 with a brand new Chevy Silverado? Your dream truck could be yours for under 48 grand with a trade-in. Get massive savings on the 2023 Suburban. Yours for as low as 50, 58,000. They also have a West got choked up. He could not believe what he was reading. 58000 Crazy. For a Suburban? They also have a 2021 Chevy Tahoe truck for as low as $54,999. All kinds of deals at Guadney Chevrolet. Go to the website, guadneychevrolet.com. Take a look at the deals. Take a look at the inventory. Then head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. If you'd like to talk about the basketball team's basketball, then we can talk about it on the other side. It's 1139. Ever wanted to watch our beautiful faces while you also listen to your favorite shows on The Buzz? Now you can. All your favorite Buzz shows are streaming live on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages. 1037 The Buzz, your multimedia fun and game station. This is Sports Center. Last night in college basketball, Arkansas Pine Bluff beat Bethune Cookman 76-72. They're led by Rashad Williams, who had 22 points off the bench. Their next game will be on Saturday against Southern. Tonight in the SEC, sixth ranked Kentucky will take on South Carolina at six on the SEC Network. And Texas A&M will host Missouri at eight on the SEC Network also. Nationally, there will be one ranked matchup. Fourth ranked Houston will travel to Provo to take on 21st ranked BYU at eight on the Big 12 Network or ESPN+. Former Razorback Jackson Robinson leads the Cougars in scoring with 14 points per game on 44% from the field, 37% from three, and 90% from the free throw line. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh. Eat My Catfish. 
If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock and Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. The Bucks are back. At the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. You could win a lifetime hunting license, a Browning A-Bolt rifle, or a $1,000 gift card from Hunter's Refuge. The Taka Hunting Gear Game and Fish Foundation Free Kids Zone, including a trout pond, hoverball, buana gym, and more. Hunters, bring your antlers for your chance to win a Tracker Off-Road 800SX from Bradford Marine and ATV. Rattlesnakes, chainsaw carving, birds of prey, monster trucks, and the Oaklawn Big Buck Chili Cook-Off. The Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn. Lawn, tree stands, clothing, RVs, ATVs, UTVs, ammo, and more. Hundreds of vendors with huge discounts. It's a Hall of Fame event and an Arkansas tradition. January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Reliance Bank, Oaklawn Hot Springs, Arkansas, Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off-Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, Outlaw Beer, and 103.7 The Buzz. Visit BigBuckClassic.com and Facebook for more info. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close, offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Celine, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. You never know what's going to happen in the zone. The big wing and the tide are going down. Are you ready, Eddie, or not? Let's freaking go! Well, he's not the brightest tool in the shed. Or the sharpest. Let's see what the guys are up to today. This show is so cathartic. Mm. I've definitely stayed out of jail, partially because I get to get on here and argue with people. Sometimes you guys, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I just saw this tweet, Pat, or Pat, Wes. Sorry, my old habits die hard. Uh, Austin says, Austin Carp is on Twitter. He says, uh, 50.4 million for Bill's Chiefs on Sunday. 50.50.4 million. The best divisional audience ever. The first to pass 50 million. Better than three of the last five AFC championship games. Better than each of the last five NFC championship games. People were pretty hyped about that game this weekend. It was sold all week, right? Yeah. So, and it was the nightcap. It was the nightcap. And it was in the middle of the night. It was like in a good hour, so I here's he- an idea. I heard some people arguing on national sports. Why is this the late game? You know, why not have this the early game? Why do we have to wait for this game? I was like, because of ratings. Right. Wait for this game. You're on the CBS prime spot. It's going to have huge numbers. We're all thinking the same thing, aren't we? What if it had been on Peacock? Well, they should have flipped it this week. If this was the late game this week with Baltimore and the Chiefs. Is that the early game? Yes. That's idiotic. Fox has the late game with the Lions and 49 What a letdown. I mean, I'm excited about the late game. I'll watch it. But, mm-hmm. like, the best game of the weekend yeah. is the two MVPs going head-to-head. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But Fox wants the opportunity to have the primetime game and have huge ratings. I bet the AFC game is still bigger. What do you think? Mm, it's going to be close. That's maybe a, I just out of my butt. I have no idea. Alan, what's up? Hey, guys. I, I want to just talk about, is Pat still here? He's uh he's not with us, no. I mean, he's alive, but okay, he's no not problem. with us on the air. No problem. We got you, and that's all good. This is my first time ever calling this show, but um, I think that what I see, we spend a lot of time with our back to the basket. And we've got cutters occasionally. We don't cut enough. I mean, basic basketball mm-hmm. is go to the ball. You don't get the ball, go to the basket. That's simple stuff for really good basketball players in college. But I see us just standing around like everybody wants to stand outside the three, and that's where they're going to post up, including Brazil. Uh, and they just stand there, and you got Mark or somebody dribbling around out front trying to do something. We're just all out of sorts in on offense. I think I can articulate what that guy was trying to say. He, 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 you, you were correct. I don't agree with the way he it, but you were correct. He doesn't really understand what he's trying to say, or he can't articulate it. Yeah. Well, he's he's it's Nolan listen. Richardson. Go ahead, Alan. Go ahead. Nolan no, you go ahead. Said on the other show the other night. Yep. He said we don't have time to celebrate. They played a different style of defense. 
He said, when you score, you've got to immediately get back on defense. Mm-hmm. So I think what he's seeing and what everybody's seeing, you've seen it. We do something good on the other end, and the ball beats us back to the other end in an easy layup. Hmm. And it's because everybody's just celebrating the shot. That's what he thinks. I don't think that's the case. No. But I think when we get off the offense, no matter whether it's a defensive rebound or an, uh, uh, a made shot, mm-hmm. we need to be finding who we're guarding. We need to get on their ass right then and stay on them right then and get up and play more people. Yeah. Why not play more people? None of them seem to be very good. So why not play more people? Somebody might show up and show out. You mm. never know. But I don't think we play with the intensity that Arkansas fans have seen from Muscleman's team. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of look lackadaisical when they do something good and they start celebrating. You have to celebrate. It's part of momentum. It's part of confidence free, confidence free momentum. So I have no problem with them talking shit, putting their hand down on the ground, whatever. Mm-hmm. But... Okay. Uh, we've got to start playing defense, or we won't win ten more games this year. You're definitely right about that, mm-hmm. and I don't know that they're going to start playing defense all of a sudden. Alan, you didn't like the way that I handled Mizzou Maniac. Oh, I don't know. It's a call-in show, you know. You kind of yeah. got to let people be stupid if they want to. Well, but did you get, <laughs> did you get yelled at? Was I nice to no, you? No, 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 no. I, I agree with you. Yeah, he was, I mean, wrong. but here's the thing, Alan. People uh, like people like that don't know they're being dumb unless you tell them. I don't think he's a dumb person. He's called the show for a long time. <laughs> he's just having a dumb moment. Okay. I, I got to point it out very vehemently, and he wanted to argue with me, so then I really got to make my point very strongly. But, <laughs> you know, I appreciate callers like you, and I appreciate callers like him, too. Look, it's cathartic. Like I said, I'm getting it <laughs> off my chest. It just keeps me from, you yeah. know, doing things out in the, out in the world that – would not be very healthy for me. So it's good to yell at people once in a while. I don't mind if he yells at me. It's okay. But I appreciate smart, uh, even, measured takes like yours as well. Very much so. All right, brother. Well, I, I enjoy your show. Thank I you. I just had never called. I feel you. Thank you. Call again, Bye. Alan. You're a smart man. I appreciate you. One of the issues they have on offense is not going to the glass. And they're. it's like they're running back to play defense. And it's a missed shot, and there's nobody there to rebound. It drives me crazy. Go to the basket. Cut to the basket. You never know what will happen. One thing you've proven is you're going to miss a lot of shots. Yeah. Right? There are a lot of offensive rebounds to be had. Anybody, if it's not named Tremont Mark that's shooting, you should definitely crash. Very, very aggressively. You know, get a guy or two back, and then everybody else, let's go see if we can get an ORB. Won't hurt. Tires believes in straight talk. So what would you do with an extra $100? Shopping? Road trip? Steak dinner? Right now at the Conway and Cabot Big O Tires, get $100 instant savings on all Big O brands of tires with the best warranty in the industry. Three-year free replacement on road hazard conditions, worksmanship, and material defect. Free flat repair, free rotating balance, and roadside assistance. Save $100 now and get tires, service, and straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and cap it. It's a new year, and the new you deserves a new ride. From Guadney Buick GMC, it's tax time. You worked hard all year, you paid in. Now, you need to get paid. Because at Guadney Buick GMC, your refund is going farther than ever before. Call 501-945-4444. Combining current offers, purchase allowances, and cash back with your refund makes it the best time to trade before tax season is over. Stack your tax refund on up to $6,000 purchase allowance on 2023 and 24 GMC Sierra 1500 equipped with the 5.3 V8 requires eligible trade. Winter is here. Choose from a lot full of four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive vehicles. You will be approved. So make your New Year's resolution to upgrade your trade at Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's Club. Call 501-945-4444 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Guadney Buick GMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. See dealer for details. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC Terms and Conditions Supply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Do you want more control over your business spending? Meet Ramp. 
the only corporate card and spend management platform designed to save you time and money. Ramp offers unlimited corporate cards with spend controls you can customize to stop wasteful spending before it happens. Ramp makes expense reports a breeze by automatically collecting receipts and matching them to the right transaction. You'll close your books in hours instead of days. Ramp allows you to see all of your company spend in one place, so you can make quick, informed decisions about your business finances. Plus, Ramp will share insights based on your spending to help you cut costs. Over 15,000 businesses have added up to 5% to their bottom line with Ramp. You can be one of them. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. RAMP.com slash sports. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you're looking for sports and entertainment, then look no further. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. It's time for Enlightening Candor with Edgar Award-winning author Eli Craner. Brought to you by the Old Bank in Russellville. The Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience in downtown Russellville. Between hand-cut prime steaks, BLTs, or their signature lump crab cakes, the Old Bank has something for everyone. Call for a reservation, 479-219-5181. Eli, it's a good day to not go outside. How are you? I'm good. Eli. How are you? I'm good. Can we talk some football for a minute? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're on the clock. we got plenty of time today. I'm very happy about this. Uh, that was my number one goal today was get you plenty of time. I've been kind of rushing through. It's my fault. I'm not very good with time management. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's talk about the games this weekend. And you got two former MVPs on one side, and then you got a guy who everybody thinks is trash against the old head Josh Goff. Uh, what, are your, what are you expecting this weekend? Man... <clears throat> You know, I really, I didn't watch a single game. Okay. <laughs> All right. I finally make some time for you. This is what you give me. I know wow. you finally got Boy. I did watch the Packers game. Okay. Which I know is is a little behind the eight ball, but um, which I Packers? I the, the Packers. Huh? Get, the Packers game the first week or the second week? I watched both Packers games. Oh. I, if I have a team, it's, it's a little bit. I, I hold on to the old. Gunslinger Farm days, you know, and so I don't know. That's the only NFL game I've ever been to. I went to Lambeau with my with my brother in law, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I watched the pack um, play. Who, who did they play just recently? Well, they beat uh, the first week. They beat, they beat the, the Cowboys. I, mean, I watched that, yeah. and I love that. We're not allowed to talk <laughs> about that here because it hurts Wes's feelings. But they they almost nah, beat nah, nah. they almost beat San Francisco, and they lost. That was it. Yeah, yeah. it was that whole. I mean, we had um, we the last play was the old the former former Razorback, Jacoby's cousin, get his second pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Greenlaw. Yeah, so that I watched that. Yeah. Um, and, and I didn't get to see the Kansas City game, but I like Kansas City. I, I don't know. Well, uh, what do y'all? What do you? Who do you like in this? What's left? Well, I'm rooting for Detroit, but I want Brock Purdy to play extremely well. And I would like to see on the other side, obviously Baltimore, because of enough with the Chiefs already. You know, <laughs> I forgot, and I think you forgot. George Odom plays for the 49ers too. That's true. So you got a UCA connection yeah. there. Well, I hope George Odom gets two picks, and I hope Brock Purdy throws none, and I hope they lose to the Lions in a close last-second loss. But you know, yeah, yeah. To make it to make it literary related, I like the Lions because of, of my guy. I talked about here so much, Elmore Leonard. Yes, um, the great, the great, the Dickens of Detroit, and a lot of his books, you know, they'll feature some just Lions trash talking, you know, just from. Kind of like Tim the Tool Man Taylor <laughs> back in the day from Tool uh, Side, you know, it always repping Detroit even through the through the bad bad decades for forever. But yeah, I guess I don't know what you were saying. You wanted to talk football. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I was thinking. <laughs> I didn't watch it again. That's all It's all good. Yeah, I did. Except for the Packers. Yes. Well, it's uh, it's all good. And uh, speaking of that, you know, uh, Robert Rochelle is with the the Packers now too. Former, former yeah. UCA Bear. So they've had a couple of guys that have yeah. been in the mix. Anyway, 
Uh, okay, well, let's talk books then. Fine. If that's what you want to do. You want to be that way? That's fine. What, what do we... Uh, yeah, well... It's a good rainy good day to curl is, up with one. The good news is the book I chose related relates to football. I, I was at least on that, okay. that level. All right. And it's probably my favorite football book. Lost uh, Dallas 40. No, no, no. We've already... This, and this is nonfiction, and it's a, it's a coach book. You know, every coach gets a book at some point, and I love like Mike Leach's Swing Your Sword, which I've talked about. Mm-hmm. But this one kind of stands out above the others. It's because um, it's different. And it's the education of a coach, hmm. um, with, which is Bill Belichick's ah. biography. So the, I was. I was new Atlanta coach. Thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking. Maybe. I was trying to get in on this. But here's why this book's different. Um, it's because Belichick really didn't have just a like. Well, but Michael, he's like, you know, his book, or like, there's an art book, you know, where they, this wasn't like this. This is the same sports writer, David Halberstam, mm-hmm. and he just, like, got Bill for, like, two months. Like, this is right, like, this book came out, like, right when the Patriots won their third, their third uh, championship, Super Bowl. Yeah. And anyway, it's so interesting because it really reads like a buck. You know, like a, like a, if it were like a a general or or something like that, mm-hmm. one of these kind of cliched football books, you know, with all their mottos and and stuff like that thrown right. into it. Chapter one, and it goes in, we're on to the yeah, Bills. Yeah. Chapter two, we're on to the <laughs> yeah. Dolphins. Chapter three, well, we're on to the Buccaneers. No, no, it goes all the way back to his dad and his dad being a football coach and like growing up, you know, with this in the TV background and all of this stuff, and then his his you know his his grandparents were were first generation immigrants, um, and so it's just a, it's a really well done um, book. And you know, for a guy like Bill Belichick, you just don't get much, you know, in an interview or in a press conference in terms of personality. You can see that in here, but it's also a little little peek behind the curtain. Um, so if you're looking for a really well done um, one of those coaching biographies. This one's it. Okay. And David Robinson's got all sorts of great sports books. He's one of my favorite um, sports writers. Like wrote you know essays and all sorts of stuff back in the in the golden days of sports writing before Sports Illustrated went defunct. Oh, boy, the good old mm. days. Missed that. Uh, thanks to the old bank in Russellville, Eli Craner appearing. Thank you for the book suggestion today. A little Bill Belichick knowledge because he doesn't give us anything at press conferences. you got to read the book, folks. It's that simple. So, uh, the education of a coach. I like it. Eli, we've been educated today as well. Watch some football this weekend because I'm going to pick your brain about it next week. All right. Got homework. All, All right, right, buddy. Thank you. Later, dude. He's not afraid. Entertainment birthdays. I can give you a weather report, too. It's raining. Is your Oaklawn Thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is often running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your